Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real. You're already working hard to earn your money. But how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment automated investment and savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert built portfolios of low cost exchange traded funds. You know, I love those exchange traded funds. There's automated investing technology. And as part of that automated rebalancing, many of you have been asking about rebalancing and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Thursday, June 23rd. We are recording this a couple of days ago. Let me just say that. And Mark, I haven't talked to you since the long weekend. Do you know that I worked on Monday not realizing that for the first time ever, the New York Stock Exchange was closed to honor Juneteenth? I had no idea. Yeah, well, you're not alone. I think a lot of people got caught off guard because this was the first year. And, you know, the exchange really doesn't close for anything. So it was so bizarre. And um, and so I feel I felt bad. I felt like I wanted to just actually say something about that, which is I apologize for not marking that day. And I should have said something. So, gang, I'm sorry about that. So, uh, you know, love means you never had to say you're sorry, which really is a dumb thing to say from love story. I don't know. Mark and I were just talking like the last 60 days has just been a blur to us. Mark had COVID. His wife had COVID. He got married. He has had to potty train his son. What did I do? Nothing. It's so funny because um, really what I've been doing is training for this bike ride. And so here's what happened. Well, I talked to you last week after I did two 60-minute Pelotons in a row. Over the weekend, I did my first outdoor big hill ride. And I was out for like two and a half hours. And I was so tired the next day. I don't know how I'm going to do this three days in a row. It's like three days in a row of five or six hours. And I was so tired after one day of two and a half hours. It was hard. Anyway, for all of you who have been so nice, Mark, people are donating to the cause. I'm so grateful because on our website at jillonmoney.com, you can click to donate to this ride that I'm doing, Cycle for the Cause. And we've gotten a bunch of people. It's so nice. I feel... I mean, I haven't done my big ask yet of my friends and family, which is going to be amazing. But I love this, like Pamela from Atlanta. That was so nice. And, you know, uh, Jacksonville, Florida listener. And uh, it's so sweet. Like this woman writes, Allison, thank you for all you do, Jill. Happy to donate. I'm going to have my company match it. Rochester, New York podcast listener, 10 bucks. And by the way, that girl, Ellen, I know her from growing up. I got to write thank you notes to everybody. Is amazing. I, I just, I am blown away. So thank you all so, so much. 
All right. Listen, we have uh, not actually talked about this too much, but um, we have a whole slew of college graduates coming out and starting new jobs. Thank God graduating into a strong labor market, at least for now. And uh, I went on the air to talk about this with uh, CBS Mornings. So Gail King, Tony DeCopel, and Nate Burleson. You know, it is interesting to me, Mark, we do get a lot of people who um, contact us and they think that President Biden's just going to wipe out all student loan debt. I don't think so, gang. It's just not going to happen. I think maybe it's 10 grand and it's going to be income tested potentially. But I wanted to do a, a segment for people to really focus on how to help their kids. And if you're listening, just you, how to like get that debt clock restarted and what you need to do. And so on the other end of it, I'm going to get, I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the things we did not discuss in the segment. Here is my segment from Tuesday morning, June 21st, financial advice for college grads. In today's Money Watch, we have financial advice for recent college graduates and their families, especially if they had to borrow for school. Right now, Americans owe more than $1.7 trillion in federal loan debt. The average federal student loan debt balance is more than $37,000. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger is here to help new grads tackle that debt and their overall finances. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm great. All right. So these uh, these federal student loan payments are suspended through August 31st. Um, how can recent graduates prepare for those upcoming payments? I got to start by please warning folks that, you know, you saw that number that the average is about thirty seven or forty thousand yeah. outstanding student loan. I'm hearing from a lot of students who are like, well, it's probably just going to all get erased. Right. So don't, so don't count on worry that. about Fingers yeah, crossed. Right? Exactly. I think yeah. that there is a possibility that ten thousand does get erased mm-hmm. and it may be weighted based on how much money you earn, but don't count on everything being gone. And so when you think about what is my average student loan debt, what is the payment that I need to make? You need to go into the system, figure out what you own, owe, and make a list. Be sure to understand what is the interest rate that it will be charged for you as of September 1st. And sure, if you're lucky enough, great. Some of it is gone. But beyond that, you're going to Prepare as if you're paying off the whole thing. Absolutely. And, you know, before, the, before we had COVID, the most common payment that people had was, say, two or $300 a month. You know, you hear these terrible stories. It's thousands of dollars. There are cases like that. But most most common, we're trying to get people to pay off that debt within 10 years of graduation. And I think a lot of these kids really can do that. So how do you start, Jill, to even have a responsible financial life? If you're if you're starting a new career, hopefully you've got a job and you have student debt. How do you even begin to to do to make the best use of your money. I think this is a great moment for people to just sort of take a deep breath and say, hey, I have a job because we know that these students are actually graduating into a very hot labor market. So many of them will have jobs. And so now you know what's coming in from that job, how much money you're going to make. The problem is we don't like concentrating on what's going out. So what we really want to focus on is what are you spending money on? And that may mean if you're not living with your folks anymore, maybe you're paying rent for the first time in your life. Maybe you have to pay for your food. Maybe you have to actually figure out who's buying that first round of drinks for you, not you (laughs) buying for them. And you say keep track of all that stuff. And you've got to keep track of it. You know that about two-thirds of Americans. Who does that, Jill? One-third of Americans. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for saying that. I'm like, one-third. I mean, listen, there are people like me who love the spreadsheet. There are tons of apps out there. Actually, millennials are quite good at keeping track. They've been very good to do that. So you want to keep track of that money. What are you trying to figure out? How much money can you free up 
every single month to be able to put money down on your debt. Again, highest interest debt comes first because we know the kids are graduating with student loan debt, but there may be credit card debt. There may be an auto loan. You've got to price that out and you say, let me attack highest interest debt first. That's most important. If you are lucky enough not to have any debt, guess what? You can start saving and that's a beautiful thing. All right. Yeah. Miracle upon miracle, you got all your debt covered. (laughs) Miracle upon miracle. How much savings is the goal? What should Mm. you shoot for? You know, when people are coming out of school, once you get that debt cleared up, I think that there's two forms of saving. Gail, this is dedicated to you. Emergency reserve fund, which Mm -hmm. I know everyone gets on me for saying six to 12 months of your living expenses. It used to be three months. Yeah, but I like six to 12 because life is uncertain. So you really want to try to save as much as you can in that emergency reserve fund. But then there's long term saving. And that may be a retirement account. So we're looking for 10 or 15 percent between the two. If you are looking at I've got debt, I have to save it in my emergency reserve fund and I want to save for retirement. Think of it this way. Your debt and your emergency reserve fund are your primary uh, goals. But that retirement account, if you've got a match from your employer, don't give away that money. Try to put 6% there and you're whittling it away. The beautiful thing about graduating right now is you've got time on your side. Let's form the good habits early and parents and grandparents help foster that environment. I'm glad you brought that up. You know, in 2003, I was a rookie in the NFL and I was being told I need to focus on retirement. I was just trying to make the team. Team. (laughs) They were right, though. Um, How important is it for young people, these recent grads, to start thinking about retirement right now? I bet if I did a poll of everybody on this set, the first thing they would say is, the thing I should have done is put as much money as possible in my retirement plan as early as possible. So let me be clear about one thing. We have high inflation right now, Mm -hmm. right? What is on sale relative to where we were six months ago? Stocks and bonds. Right now, you can buy stocks at a 20% discount of where they were six months ago. Guess what? If you're starting out in your retirement plan right now, you've got time on your side, you've had a market that's in a bear market, it is time to get busy, Slide get, a little bit in, get there. in the yeah, habit a little bit Listen, more every after, single after year. After Jill's retirement like plan, you're going to have $5 extra for the week. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Woo-hoo. Get that have fun. Have, have fun. Don't go crazy. Okay, uh, Mark, one of the things that I did not get to in this uh, segment, because sometimes, you know, I've, I think we had seven questions prepared and they, you know, they ask whichever three or four they want to ask. But, you know, I think what's amazing to me is how many people put their own financial lives on hold and sacrifice their own retirement savings to help their kids. I just want to say for the umpteenth time, please don't borrow against your house or your 401k to pay for your kids college. Don't shortchange your own retirement contributions because it's It's a real thing. Like you really need to know that if you don't put money away or you put yourself at financial risk, that then trickles down to your kids eventually. Like you don't want that turn to your kids and be like, oh, I hope you can help me because I don't have enough money saved for retirement. That's not good. Mm -mm, Don't do it. And then, of course, automating everything as much as possible. You know, Gail came out to me uh, before we went on the set and she said to me, I don't know how people do this. Like, there's so much to do. Like, I don't remember it being this confusing when we came out of college. Do you think that the financial world has gotten more confusing, Mark? Uh, well, there's certainly more options. There's a zillion more options. And that's the case with everything in life nowadays. So, yeah, I think from that perspective, it can be more confusing. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. It's like when you have more choices and there there are more things happening, then there is that. It's like when you look at a menu. I love when you go into a diner in New York and there's like 14 pages and you're like, well, I just want eggs. (laughs) 
I don't need everything else. Or it used to be those 401k plans that have a zillion different options and you don't really know what to do. So let's try to simplify this. Remember, big three, emergency reserve fund, pay down debt, contribute to retirement. Those are the three things you really need to do. I do think it's kind of tough. Like, you know, there, there are a lot of people who are going to have the option of going through using their employer's uh, health insurance, or do you keep on your parents' plan? What's your view on that? Like, let's say it's cheaper to keep the kid on the parents' plan until age 26. Do you think that the parents should just be like, tough luck, go do it on your own or what? What do you think, Mark? If the kid has a job, I'm, I'm going to tell the kid, you know, get in the habit of using your own insurance because this is coming to an end. Yeah, I think that that's true. And I mean, it's especially important if the parent, you know, if you can sort of get, I think part of the job of a parent, especially these kids right now who are coming out of school, they, they've had a little bit of arrested development because for a lot of them, they spent a couple of years with their parents. And so you really want to try to foster this financial independence as we come up on, you know, Independence Day weekend. If you can do that, I think you will really be happier and they will be happier that they kind of feel like I am on my own. I know how to do this. I don't really think most people want to be tethered to their parents. I just think it happens and all of a sudden you're it's like built into the the family foundation. And I don't think it's great for folks. I really don't. I don't think it's good for the parents. I don't think it's good for the kids. Easy for me to say I'm not a parent, right, Mark? Remember the book I was going to write? Today we're recording this. It's my cousin Billy's birthday, and he and I want to write a book called The Non-Parent's Guide to Parenting. What do you think? (laughs) I'd like to read that. Yeah, exactly. Shut up. You know, all the things that we have no idea about, we thought we'd just weigh in on, you know? All right. I mean, I will say one thing, actually. Check those benefits carefully, not just health insurance, because a lot of big companies has, have beefed up their benefits amid this tightening labor market and are providing a lot of things for you. So if you have a problem or you don't know what to pick or you don't know why you should do certain things, why don't you just give us a holler? We'll walk you through all of the benefits you have. It's so easy. Just go to JillOnMoney.com, click the Contact Us button, let us know if you want to come on the air, and we will tell you which are the valuable benefits. You know which one I love, Mark? I love uh, a lot of the legal services, and some of the insurances are really very strong. You get some great coverage that you may be able to take with you if you go elsewhere. So check it out. If you need help, let us know. All right, Mark enough for you. You don't sound so hot. So go take two Tylenol and call me in the morning. JillOnMoney.com. We are available wherever you get your podcast. Go check out our other podcast. It's called Eye on Money. And leave us a rating and review on Apple. It helps us out. Do lift someone up today. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 